Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Kirby. Welcome, Welcome to, to Gloss Los Angeles. Brought to you by Hum Nutrition. Guess what, guys? We've got our first sponsor, and it's a brand we like and use. It's true. Our presenting sponsor is Hum Nutrition. Yay! Yes. So I've been taking their supplements for a while now, but Kirby, I want to know, what are you currently obsessed with? Okay, so I love Glow Sweet Glow. Uh, It's a great supplement if you have dry or dehydrated skin and are looking to give yourself a glow. Amazing. So I read that it has hyaluronic acid in it, which as we hopefully all know is a humectant that attracts water, mm-hmm. which is why it's great ingredient for skincare, right? Yeah. So it actually has a low mon- molecular, say that five times fast, hyaluronic acid, uh, which is always a great way to hydrate your skin, bones, joints, etc., from the inside out. Uh, we know that it's great for skincare, but it's also great to take orally. So Sarah, did you know that Capricorns tend to deal with joint issues? This is a very uh, scientific fact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Since HA is naturally found in our bodies as a lubricant for our joints, I always feel a little bit better to my joints for taking it. I did not know that. Thank you, Kirby. Um, <laughs> I also read that it has vitamin C and E and amia fruit in it. Totally. So amia fruit is a fruit that's actually very potent with vitamin C. Also, it contains absorbic acid, all great things to make your skin glowy. So for those people who are a little skeptical about taking supplements, do you have any tips, Kirby? Of course. So in the jar that you're going to get, there are 60 vegan gummies that will last you over 30 days. And it's actually proven that if you take 120 to 240 milligrams per day, of hyaluronic acid for at least one month that you will significantly see uh, an increase in skin moisture and reduce your dry skin, which is awesome. And this is from an established medical journal, PubMed Central. So we're not lying. And these gummies actually have 120 milligrams per serving size of two gummies. So When I wake up in the morning, I make my cup of tea by the Keurig, and then I just pop two little gummies in my mouth, and I'm good to go. Amazing. Yeah. So I've also taken these before, and they taste so delicious. Yeah, they they actually do. That's why, that's like half the battle is enjoying what you're taking. So that's part of the reason why I like taking them. They truly taste like a citrus fruit. So they're a little bit tart. They have minimal sugar, but they're still really, really nice to eat. If you guys want to learn more about Glow Sweet Glow or any other Hum Nutrition products, Check out humnutrition.com. Thanks, Hum. Woo! Okay, first things first, before we intro our very special guest, uh, we want to talk about our social. Make sure you guys are following us. If you have not subscribed to our podcast, please do and leave us a review while you are there. Um, you can also listen to us on Stitcher and Spotify, as well as all major platforms. And for those of you who are not following us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, what are you doing with your lives? Seriously. Instagram is at Gloss underscore Angeles. Join our Facebook group. All you have to do is search for Gloss Angeles on Facebook and then follow us on Twitter at at Gloss Angeles pod. Okay, so let's get right into it. Today's guest has the best brows 
in the biz. Best brows. Best brows. <laughs> as Benefit's global brow expert, he embodies the brand's anthem, Laughter. Wow, should I sing this part? Laughter is the best cosmetic. I, I learned that song at a camp, okay? So, I didn't know that was a song. Oh, it's a song. So Laughter is the best cosmetic. He embodies that anthem better than anyone. Joining the company in 2007 as a makeup artist, Jared rose through the ranks at Benefit and answered his call of beauty from working in the boutiques to his current role as international spokesperson for the brand. He's done every major influencer's brows, every major editor's brows, and even personally shapes and styles Miranda Kerr's brows. And she's got some great brows. She does. So please give a warm Los Angeles welcome to the Prince of Shat Bags, Jared (laughs) Bailey! You guys! So glad to be here! Okay, if you can't tell, we love Jared. And we have known Jared for a very long time. We've had many experiences with him. And Jared is the only person I let touch my brows. Same. Thank you. Same. Thank you. Thank you. I was terrified to have anybody touch my brows for so long uh, until I met Jared. Yeah. Oh, you guys, it's a pleasure and a privilege to shape those brows, ladies. Uh, Love you so much. Okay, so Jared, (laughs) you know the drill. It's time for What's on Your Face. Oh, hey. So this is where we talk about one product that's on our face currently. Yeah. So should should I get started? Yeah, do it, please. Okay. So something that, a product that I wear constantly and I talk about constantly, but I have not spoken about really that much on Los Angeles yet, is the Amore Pacific Color Control Cushion Compact that Uh I wear, like I've been wearing it for years. It is my go-to foundation like day to day. Um, it's got SPF 50 plus, 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 plus in it. Plus, 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 plus. The three plus signs mean it's legit. Yeah. And it is a Korean brand, obviously. And I think that, so I still have not been to Korea yet, but I hear that you would be hard pressed. That was not like a cry to any brand to take me or anything. No, that's actually my cry for a brand to take me. Thanks. Double cry. Anyways, you would be hard pressed if you to find a Korean woman who's not carrying a cushion compact. Yep. Like this is kind of, I think, like a secret to how they have their quote unquote glass skin. Um, it's just super light, super dewy, and you have that SPF coverage. And then it also has like the Asian botanical extracts in it. So it's good for your skin, skincare built into it. Um, and it's just so easy to use and you can touch up on the go. Um, and yeah, it, it also comes with two little cushions in one. So for 60 bucks, It'll last you probably like six months. Wow. Yeah, so budget. Yeah, and it comes in a ton of different shades. And I personally love Amore Pacific, but they make a, like all of the Korean brands make yeah. them. That's what's on my face today. It's a staple. Okay, shot bag. So we're going to go to you next. Ooh. What's on your face? Okay, so I have to go with two things because that's what's making my complexion right now. And you are looking... So glowy. Yep, keep going. Perfected. So yeah, perfected. Like blurred skin, Blurry, just yeah. poor lips. But like you woke up like this too. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. It's my skin. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know about you ladies, but I have been listening to this podcast <laughs> and I have been influenced by Ooh, these two girls. Tell us more. It's um, it's uh, Los Angeles. Ooh. Wow. Uh, That's but, a good one. That's a good one. All joking aside, actually, I am trying a new foundation <gasps> that I, I purchased because you guys kept talking about it. And now I see what you're talking about. So I'm using Skin Fetish uh, for my complexion from Pat McGrath. Uh, and I'm using a shade 
14? Oh my God, that's my shade. <gasps> Twins, you guys. Yeah, light, medium, right. 14. That's right. It's really nice. Um, it looks amazing on and you. And I've put it on just like you guys have told me to. With your I've fingers. put it in my hand. I've warmed it up. I've applied it like skincare. And I have to say, like, I'm, I get the name now. Yeah. It's a fetish. I'm like obsessed. I'm really into it. Um, but for under eyes, I always go with something a little bit. Uh, more coverage yeah, because there are just some things that you know you United little... would make me pay twenty five dollars for each eye when I walked on the, for these bags. And you travel a lot, so that would I be do. expensive. I do. So yeah. shout out to United. Um, but I'm using Boing Cakeless Concealer by Benefit. Um, yes. It is a full coverage concealer. I'm using actually shade uh, five underneath my eyes right now. Um, and then five over a little bit of melasma, Kirby. Uh, I feel you on that. You, you know what? I love like skin twins. Totally. Yeah. And I love Boing. I, it's it's yeah. such a great concealer. It does. It truly does not cake. No. Which is like why I'm such a huge fan of it. And I've actually um, been using it not just to conceal. Yeah. I've been using it like as my actual foundation because I've yeah. been doing a lot of reverse um, contour lately. I've seen the pictures and it's so crazy. It's been really cool to see because like it just looks like your skin. Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't. It doesn't look like you're trying too hard to cover something up, mm-hmm. which I really, really appreciate. One of my favorite things about it, because I'm a very emotional person, is it's waterproof. Mm. And I, if there is a day that goes by that I don't actually cry tears out of my eyeballs, are we the it's same person? Yeah, honestly, yeah. I, I cry I, every day. Me too. And it like is there. It's therapy for me. I agree. I love and it. Sometimes it's like really beautiful things yes. that I see yeah. that I'm like, oh my god, I'm like really moved by this. Wait, sometimes I cried like, this morning already. So, but it was a happy cry. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Well, I haven't cried yet, but maybe it'll happen on this podcast. Let's make everyone cry today. Okay, yeah. great. Okay, <laughs> one crying moment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you have on Boing and Skin Fetish. That's right. Boing the perfect com- yeah. yeah, like the perfect combo. Yeah, you, you know, your for skin me, like, always looks it. so good no matter like what you do, but you oh, are thanks. just so, I mean, you know what you're doing. Well, you know, I feel like those two together kind of has like my philosophy pulled mm-hmm. together. This is like the most sexist thing I'll ever say, but I always joke and say that I do makeup like a man. <laughs> I like to use my fingers. Yep. I don't like to use brushes and things like that when I'm putting makeup on myself. And for both of those products, it's the 10 fingers. Totally. The 10 digits. God gave you the best makeup brushes that's your right. Hands, guys. Your little phalanges. <laughs> You'll never misplace them unless yeah. you do, and then that's yeah, terrible. That's yeah, that's really bad. Oops. Okay, guys. First cry of the episode. <laughs> so I feel like I keep talking about foundation, but there have been so many foundation yeah. launches. I mean, I just got another email that like Shiseido launched a new foundation. Ooh. There's just like it's yeah. Some some lab is like, guess what, guys? We got some new ingredients, and then everyone went haywire with it. But I'm wearing the new Kevin Aquan foundation balm. Oh yes, I. I'm very impressed with this balm. I, for cream, uh, you know, cream foundations in general, I tend to find that like they can sometimes get a little cakey um, with powder. I find that sometimes like it's just too much. It looks like I'm wearing a mask and I use this today. It's uh, $52. So it definitely is a beauty investment, and, but, but it comes with the brush, but right? it comes with the brush. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. It Sorry. comes with this oh. really like heavily, like dense brush that's tiny. So you can travel with it. Um, and I'm wearing shade 4.5. It's a neutral, but I applied it with the brush and it covered my melasma. I did one coat and then I was done. Yeah. And I, I just really like the way it feels. I don't feel like I'm like 
worried about it moving around on my face. I feel like if you are looking for a full coverage foundation that looks like your skin, this is an amazing option. I do love Skin Fetish because you yeah. can layer it, mm-hmm. but with this, it's like one and yeah. done. Well, it's your like, skin looks great right now. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I tried it as well yesterday. And I also, someone was like, oh, it's like a medium coverage. And I was like, this is full camera ready coverage, it's, but it looks amazing. It's camera ready totally. So if yeah. you, you know, want to take photos yes. or you do stuff on camera, I, I will definitely be wearing this on camera. Mm-hmm. It's for every skin type and it's a matte. So if but you just, tend to it be... it felt so comfortable wearing it to exactly. your point about like other cream foundations where it can sometimes feel super heavy. Yes. Like this felt really, really comfortable. I yeah. have a cue. Mm. Yeah. Is it a stick? You said a balm. Oh, sorry. Is it like a stick? No, this or? is a great question. It comes in just like a little jar. Yeah. It's a circular jar. Oh. Um, and you just dip your little brush in and then pat it or, you know, kind of massage it into your face. And So kind of like whipped. Yeah. It's, okay. it, but it's like, it's not. It's really hard to explain. It literally oh, wow. just looks like, um, it looks like a lip balm, a giant lip yeah. balm. Yeah. Oh, nice. I'm literally thinking of like my La Mer lip balm. <laughs> totally. Wow. Okay. We need to it only took five minutes to get to La Mer. I know. Truly. But it's... <laughs> We're well, trying, you guys. We're, we're really trying hard to like yeah. curb those references, but we do love them. No, so, when, you, when you love a when yeah. you love when you a love, cream, you love. You love a cream, yeah. a cream, a cream. It's a cream. And but, I think I'm shade medium F08 yeah. is mine. Yeah. yeah. And, and I have a ton of shades too, which yeah, is great. Yeah, they have an amazing shades. You can find it um, on Sephora. I'm looking at the Sephora website right now, but it has some great ingredients too. Hyaluronic acid, vitamin E, avocado oil, free parabens, which I think is like par for the course yeah. at this point. Yeah. Like if it's I'm not free parabens, what's going on? So I'm just really, I, you know, Kevin Aquan was and is a legend, you yes. know, every makeup artist looked up to him and I, I love a lot of his products. So I'm glad that the brand is still going strong. There's this artistry element there. And they're not just putting out product just to put out products. Like they really are thoughtful. Absolutely. So very agree. excited about this launch. Yeah. Yay. Okay. So shat bag. Uh, can we explain what shat <laughs> oh, bag yeah. means? Okay. I think like people said are probably it. like, what the? I know. I know. Are they okay. speaking French? Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Can we make it sound as bougie as possible? (laughs) Okay. So last year, my very first trip to Paris was with Benefit Cosmetics. Oh, we? I went with my brow bestie, Sarah. Mm -hmm. Um, We were both invited and we went to Paris to launch the Brow Contour Pro, the pen with the four different brow options on it. And so we were there with a bunch of influencers, like the the top influencers in the game, like everyone over a million subscribers. And we were with our fabulous chat bags. Shout out to Carly and Rena. Shout out Carly and Rena. And and two and Claire and everybody, okay? So... The, this trip was insane because they started us off in Paris and within my first like three hours of being in Paris, Sarah and Carly took me to the Louis Vuitton store. We were like, the Louvre? They're yeah. like, should we go to the Louvre? <laughs> no, we're going to Louis Vuitton. So I had mentioned this before, but I bought my first Louis in Paris. She's here. She's here. Oh, she's right there. Bonjour. She just turned one years old. Yeah, she's brand new. She's gorge. Bon anniversaire. <laughs> <laughs> and and by the way, thank God Sarah was on that trip with me because I knew no French okay, whatsoever. But I know just like the food and wine terms. Of, I, like, I mean, couldn't even tell you, you like you how by. to get through an airport. So thank God she was with me. But then we went to Lyon and we stayed in this ca- castle, yeah. which was stunning. It was just like the French countryside yes. and these beautiful hills and, and you know, everything Benefit does is immaculate. Like all the best press trips I've ever been on have been with Benefit. This was for sure the most luxe press trip it I have ever been awesome. on. It was awesome. We had the best time. We, you know, got so all, much yeah. closer with everybody. 
But the next morning, we were having breakfast or lunch or something. So we were staying at a chateau. Oh, yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. Chateau, yeah, chateau. de Bagnoles. Yeah. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Which, chateau and how de old Bagnoles. was it? It's like from it's, like... It's like four. It was built in like <laughs> yeah. year four. Yeah. Um, but it really is like really... It's the oldest building I had ever been in in my life. Yeah. Um, I don't know how they found this place. Like, I mean, obviously it's this historically, you know, immaculate, but like... Yeah. They, f- I was like, where are we going? And they're like, we're going to a chateau. Yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. And the, it still had like the, the original moat mm-hmm. was there. Yeah. Um, like the, all of the rooms and everything, it was very well preserved. Mm-hmm. Yes. And just like you felt, it was literally, we all try, time traveled together. Yeah. Yeah. Which is exciting. Mm-hmm. Totally. Because that was my first time time traveling. <laughs> <laughs> so we're in this courtyard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I meet uh, Sarah, Carly, and Jared for brunch. And then I don't even remember. Sarah, you probably remember better than me. Well, none of us can pronounce (laughs) Chateau or the name of... Bagnoles. That's what it was. It was was hard to say Bagnoles, so we cut it and said bags. Yeah, and and then we cut Chateau. Which, of course... is shat. And then it we all became shat bags. Carly's here laughing with us. It is still the funniest thing. Like, to this also, day, maybe not funny to everyone else, but it is hilarious. People listen to be like, what are they talking about? So we started shat calling bags. everybody shat bags. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was so, it's still fun. Yeah. still laughing. And so, it's just, yeah. our, it's a term of endearment now. If you ever see on Sarah's, Kirby's, or Los Angeles, or mine, or Carly, or anybody that works at Benefit, yeah. the word shat bags, just know that's where that reference is coming from. Yeah, we're not trying to call each other shit bags. <laughs> shit bags. <laughs> or and it's not chat bags or either. Or chat bags, no. It's not chat. chat. No. It's shat. Shat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> by the way, my mother... When she sees like photos of all of us, she'll be like, "Oh, shat bags are together." Oh I'm like, "Janet, God. I know she Janet loves benefit. Janet. Benefit influencer Janet Johnson. We need to get her on a trip. You guys put her on that list. Yeah. <laughs> she gets like the big PR sense. Oh my so, god. Like, Janet's like she's I, filming an unboxing. Sixty-year-old yeah. benefit influencer. <laughs> <laughs> Maggie and Annie would die. They're like, oh, "What is happening god. here?" They Carly, would love it. What did yeah, you do? they would. <laughs> So yeah, let's let's chat with yeah, our chat, chat back <laughs> about <laughs> brows because that's what this episode's gonna be all about. Yes. <sighs> if we're if we have Jared here, we wanna talk about brows and because a lot of people out there, there are some tragic brows out there, Jared. There is. Sometimes I like really want to take pictures of people's brows and send them to you, but that's kind of rude. But I just take it mentally, yeah. take a picture in my head and then like want and to tell you about it. it. For me. Yes, yes. Because that's what you know, people don't know how to do their brows, and they, they don't. And it's not that they are. I mean, and also, it's a very personal thing, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Like people are like they like the way that they do their brow, but they also want to know how to do it properly. Yeah, there's a lot of like. Well, first of all, I think that's probably one of the most like self conscious things on somebody's face because right now brows have become so popular over the past three years, and they're all over the internet. They're in magazines. They're literally everywhere. The market has become really sophisticated. So there's like a million products to choose from. And what happens is, as people who aren't pros become very aware of their own brows. Yeah. And they don't know where to start or where to begin. Or even like before we see you, I'm always like, oh my God, I have to make sure my brows look good. I Yeah. Sarah Tan is guilty <laughs> of cleaning the kitchen before I come. <laughs> I get nervous sometimes. Yeah. No, I just don't ever make you do proud. that. I, I'm always proud of you, Kirby. <laughs> I'm 
always proud of you. Thank you. But I'm, I mean, I'm one of those people that, that honestly did not know how to do my brows for a really long time. I look, I actually, um, when I first moved to LA, did a blog post on Kirby goes to Hollywood of the transition of my brows from high school through college. <laughs> it was horrendous. I overplucked or I just didn't like, but I, so wasn't, did filling my, yeah. I wasn't filling in my brows. Like nobody cool. even knew. Also, how to do I didn't that. start doing my brows till probably like 2000 and like 10 or something which Can like i can't up? even yes. look at my photos when you say i, I didn't start my eyebrows. doing my brows no like i had like i i got them waxed okay, and okay, threaded okay. but i never like i didn't fill them in because i was oh i was one of those people where there are a lot of people out there now still who are like i feel like when i fill in my brows like it just i look like groucho marks like i yeah. feel like yeah. they're the first thing you see yeah. Yeah. but now i'm like i cannot leave the house without doing my brows totally because they frame the face and they i do. mean i i in college remember um, bleaching my eyebrows with the oh, cream wow. hair bleach, wow, Sally wow, wow, Hansen. Wow. Oh, that was that's meant a good for your move. mustache. Yeah, <laughs> I had literally blonde brows. What? Can you believe? Wait, you no. need to pull a no. picture of this. I yeah. will. I'm I will. gonna yeah, show. We need proof. I'm gonna show you guys. It was crazy. But Sarah is talking about like seeing people that have like tragic brows. I I have had tragic brows. It's okay. So did I. But you guys, I don't want to like burst your bubble here, but. Everyone thinks they have tragic brows. Literally, everyone. Everybody that I meet, the first thing they do when they find out who I am or what I do is cover up their eyebrows. Yeah. Like, don't look, right? Don't look at my brows right now. Everyone has like this really personal, tragic story with their brows, yeah. myself included, of like where we think that it's not what it's supposed to be. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, right. you have these like unrealistic expectations. And you were just saying brows frame your face, but really they just bring like balance and symmetry to your face and to your eyes. So like everybody's brows are going to be different unless you're an identical twin. Ooh. And then they'll be just alike. I'm sure. Cause you're <laughs> identical. <laughs> okay. So Jared, now that we've gotten through that, everyone has their brow, brow story, you know, neuroses. <laughs> Do you remember the first benefit product you ever tried? First benefit brow product or benefit product? In benefit. Mm. Yes. Their Boing Industrial Strength Concealer. So not the cakeless that I'm wearing today, but the original concealer in a black little pot that was in a little tiny compact and it had a mirror on the other side. And that was the first product I ever tried and I'm pretty sure I stole it from my sister. What year was this? Was it like in the 1940? <laughs> Just kidding. Um, it was... In the, like, it was in the nineties. Yeah. It was the late nineties. Okay. And um, to remind people how long has Benefit been around? You know, we've been around since 76. I haven't been around that long. Right. Um, I'm in 82, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but I've been with the brand for 12 years, but this was in the nineties and Boink has been one of those like building blocks of our brand because let's face it, everybody needs a good concealer, Absolutely. whether it's for your under eyes or blemishes or hickeys or whatever trouble you get into. <laughs> You need it. Totally relatable yeah. hickeys. Wow. Yeah. I wish I had boing when I got hickeys when I was <laughs> in high school. Oh. Come on home. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry, mom. Okay. Janet, Janet sorry. Janet. Just kidding. Here, I, got Janet. My, yeah. I got my first hickey in college. Whoop, whoop. Oh. Well, we, me and my friends would give each other hickeys Stop. so we would look cooler Stop. than we were. But we were, it was a totally like Wait, you would weird. like suck on your yeah. friend's neck? <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine sucking on Sarah's neck right now. Be Why? Like, Come here, you baby. could. Mm. If you loved me, you would. Exactly. I would. I would do it. You'd make her look I really would. popular. Yeah. Okay, wait, God. Sarah, then <laughs> yeah. what was your first benefit product? Do you remember? Ooh, oh my gosh. Um, uh, the, t the cheek tint. 
Don't yell Benetton. at me. Benetton. Benetton. Because Evelyn Tan, my mom, she would buy Benetton like like hoard it. Like oh. she would just, when it was on sale yeah. at like Macy's. So that was like her favorite to this day. She was on her cheeks, on her lips. So that was my first. And I mean, I still love it. That's been around for yeah. a literally over 40 years. Yeah. It's, it's an incredible product. It's the OG. OG. Yeah, OG yeah. It was product. really our first product that we like mass produced and that's still in our line today. Yeah. Do you want to know a fun fact about Benetton? Mm. Uh, spill it. It was actually created to make the rosiness of this woman's nipples, who was a stripper, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, more rosy. That's so, true. Um, that is the truth. I learned that at um, a benefit camp where I yep. learned all about the brand. Yeah. So I'm just saying. That's, Such a sexy story. That's I, why I actually love the product so much yeah. because I love that it's not just like somebody wanted, yeah. you know, rosy cheeks. It was like, where are my nips at? Plus it's just like testament to how supportive of women, all women benefit has been from the start. Like such a feminist brand. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that one of the things is like, it's like a lot of times like, you can use beauty products in a lot of different ways. And and I think that we were really aware of that way before <laughs> then. But yeah. Benefit at the end of the day has always been problem solution. Right. Yeah. And that woman had a problem. Yeah. Her areolas <laughs> were not standing out. She needed them tips. Yeah. She needed tips. So they went straight to the, the nips. Tip. <laughs> and then it rose from the nips to the lips. To the cheeks. And the cheeks. <laughs> cheeks and lips. I was trying to make it I all rhyme, too. but I can't. Oh my God, I love you so Bravo. much. Bravo, that was yeah. really good. Thanks, I tried. My okay, first Kirby product, was yours, yeah. y'all have heard this, surely. I like tell Maggie and Annie anytime I see them to please bring back the pineapple facial polish. Mm. Oh. It had a crown on it. Yep. It was yellow. It was like the first product that I ever used like a chemical exfoliant for yeah. me. It was a scrub, but also had the chemical exfoliant. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the pineapple enzymes. Hardcore obsessed. I read about it in Allure magazine and was like, I need this. I was like 13. It smelled amazing. Um, And it wasn't too aggressive on my skin. And I just remember being like, I feel like I'm glowy. I didn't know what an exfoliant was. Let's be real. But I felt like I was glowy. And then it went away. And I would like harass people. Like throughout the years, I, you know, I would harass like Kate Murphy and then harass Juliet. (laughs) And now I'm harassing Carly. I'm like, if y'all find this product, I don't even use it. I don't want to use it. I just want it. (laughs) Like this is a product that if somebody put on eBay, I would be bidding to get because it's truly one of the the first memories I have of beauty is this product. That's really sweet. Oh, and I think that's something that I feel like not everyone knows that Benefit makes amazing skincare products as well. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Totally. You know, we're, we're the world's largest employer of estheticians. And so while we're really known for waxing and all over the world, a big part about being an esthetician is also skincare. So we take that part really seriously as well. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So we talked about your favorite or first benefit product you ever tried. Discontinued product. Oh my God, you guys, this is the saddest story ever. Let's put in the Price is Right sad horn here. (laughs) No whammy. So there was a product called Galactic Shield. It was incredible. It was a concealer that was about the size of a micro-lining pencil. And you could go in and it had a concealer plus glycolic acid Acid? in it. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure salicylic acid in it. I'm pretty sure like had every chemical that ever has fought any blemishes. But you know... Times were different back then. Yeah. And so it would treat and conceal at the same time. It was literally what got me through my delayed puberty. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, I actually didn't really break out until I was in my early 20s. Mm -hmm. And when 
I did. I was using Boeing to cover it up that I had stole from my sister. And then um, one of my friends got me hooked on Galactic Shield. And I didn't even know it was a benefit product. I actually didn't know it was a benefit product until I went to work at Benefit years later. So wait, oh, it's no that. longer. No, no, she's gone away too. But you know, like we kind of like to play where our strengths are. And so like with us, it's more about like, it's more clearly it's browse yeah. browse is the big part of our business, but also like those problem solution oriented products that, um, really speak to a lot of different people. So that was very too, a little too targeted for who we are That's today. That's kind of like Daniel Martin's dream product that he's talking about. Remember? Oh, totally. Like yeah. a product oh. that could conceal, but then had like cortisone in it. Yeah. So it could treat at the same time. Yeah. Ooh. He would have loved that. I remember hearing that. Oh. Yeah. yeah. What if, what if Daniel had that in the early aughts? I know. Maybe he wow. did. Maybe it wasn't Maybe a dream. Maybe, Maybe this is like a dream. It's been so long. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I'm just like Daniel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. We think so. Record that. This is recording, right? <laughs> you two are like our chef's kiss. Yeah. We love you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Um. All right. Let's get down to business. What is the one thing people get wrong about their eyebrows? Hmm. <laughs> You're like, they treat it like they? a Pinterest project. Ooh. Yeah. Where they look at inspiration on different platforms and then try to recreate it on themselves with tweezers. It's totally fun and games when you do it with makeup. Mm -hmm. You can do anything with makeup and wipe it right away. But when you go into like self-shaping, there are certain things that should be left to pros. How are people shaping you know, it themselves? They don't really understand like how to create balance and symmetry, which at Benefit, like one of the big things that we pioneered back in the 70s and we still do today is brow mapping, where you use one point of origin on the face to shape both brows. And when you do that, then you start to create balance and symmetry. It sounds really simple. As I'm describing it, right, right, everybody, it sounds so simple and easy, but you use that one point to, to identify the structure of the brow. Now, when people look on Pinterest or Instagram or wherever, you name it, and they start shaping their own brows, they don't really map it out before they go at it with tweezers. And unfortunately, and fortunately, our faces are curved. Right. And mm -hmm. so when you're looking into a mirror, you're never looking straight on. Yeah. You're looking side, 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 side. You guys imagine me turning my head in front of this microphone, <laughs> side, side. And, and so you're really shaping one at a time. Whereas when you go to see a professional, they're looking at you straight on and they can see that balance and symmetry as they're actually creating it. So there's no like going back, making it too thin, hooking the eyebrow. You've all seen sperm brows. Oh, oh the sperm yeah. brow. I still mm. see I had it. one. Collective side. <laughs> one. No. Yeah. One. Just one. <laughs> just, just one. <laughs> one was good. The other was a sperm. Yeah. Well, going back to, to what I was saying, you go side to side like that. That's that, what happens. That's also a common thing too. I think for oh, me, yeah. especially when I'm like doing my own brows, it's like one brow always like. A plus star student, as Kirby would say. Then the other one, I'm like, what, what are you doing? Why can't you look as good as the other oh, one? Right. Well, that's why the brows are sisters, not twins. Yeah. Yep. And Jared has actually, so I had my brows microbladed 2016 and they're finally starting to fade. I actually like the way they look now versus when I had them done initially because they are not as dark, but I still have this kind of like framework to work with. And it wasn't until I think last month, the month before, that Jared was actually able to go in and start shaping my brows again. Because yeah. he's like, okay, enough of the ink has started to fade. We can get in there. He will ask me 
and everyone that he works on, which one is your favorite brow? Yeah. And then I'll say it, and then he'll be like, this is my favorite brow. <laughs> <laughs> and then he stopped. I remember the last time we did it, you were like, actually, you know what? No. I like the brow that you like. Okay, this yeah. is what we're going to do. And he gives you actionable tips that you can use. So I know, like, on one side of my brows, like, one side's naturally more boxy than the other. So if I'm trying to have them look similar, I can't be, like, going crazy with, like, the pushing up of the brow. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to shape it a little bit differently with the spoolie mm-hmm. and the brush. Yeah. And and I think, like, seeing a professional really does make all of the difference because if you're looking like you said if you look on pinterest yeah. too you might think that this is somebody's natural brow right but they have probably makeup in it yeah. or they have totally. a certain like hack on set that's making yeah. your brow look super feathered it's photoshopped yep. you don't know yeah. so also, the way that their brow hairs grow is totally different from yep. how yours yes. and their face shape and yep. bone structure etc so when you were mentioning a point of origin yeah can you talk a little bit more about that yeah. oh, sure, sure, like sure. what's the what's so, the point you want to go with something in the center of your face, a.k.a. your nose. Okay. Um, so your nose is in the center of you, typically of both of your eyebrows and in between your eyes. Fingers so you crossed. That. Yeah. <laughs> Most of you out there, your nose is in the center. So what you want to do is use that as the kind of the anchor of the face to really like shape your brows. So if you're doing this at home, follow along. Uh, grab your- <laughs> Hit pause, grab your brow pencil, and then come back and hit play again. And what you're going to do is you're going to make three different measurements to kind of identify the three like key portions of the brow. That's going to be the start, the arch, and the end. So what you do first is you take that pencil and you line it up to the dimple of your nose. So think right where you would get your nose pierced, Mm -hmm. that little dimple there. And you're just going to measure straight up with the pencil and you can make a tiny little mark, right? Mm -hmm. And that's where your brow should start. So even if it doesn't start there, that's where you would. And a lot of people who shape on their own, typically start them too far apart, which actually makes your nose look wider. So the closer your brows are together, the slimmer your nose is going to look. So you kind of want to find that balance because it, I mean, it's balance. You guys, you can go one way or the other. And if they're too close, your eyes look super close together. So you don't want that either. So you want to find that perfect middle ground. So if you're considering your rhinoplasty, just yeah. like try fixing your eyebrows first. Yeah. Literally, literally they go there, go yeah. to your, bra- it's not your nose, honey, it's your brows. <laughs> so that's going to be the start. And then you're going to move to the outer portion of your nose. So think like outside the nostril and you're going to use this as the point of origin and you're going to measure right across the iris. So right dead smack in the center of your iris, you're going to take that pencil and it's going to line up and point exactly where your brow is naturally the highest. Mm. And you're going to make a little bitty mark there with that pencil. Now what this does, whether you want like a hard angled arch or you want something soft and rounded, that's going to give you the maximum lift and the maximum amount of space in the eye. And you want your eye to look open. Mm -hmm. And then the third part, you're going to go straight from that outer portion of the nose again. And you're going to go across the outer corner of the eye and it's going to touch exactly where your brow should end. And a lot of people think that this is not a very important part because it's the end. It's the most important part Mm. because the end can really start to alter your face shape. So if your brows are too short, your face gets really round. And if you don't believe me, look in the mirror and cover up the ends of your brows and your face is going to look round. Mm -hmm. If your brows are too long, it can start to pull that entire eye shape 
down Mm -hmm. and start to make the eye look a little bit droopy. So you really want to find that perfect end. So that way you create that balance and it creates that nice oval face shape, which Mm -hmm. is typically what people are going for. Right, right. This is fascinating. Yeah, I didn't realize like that's what you were doing when you're looking at my brow. Yeah, you know, when you go to a brow bar, they will literally map it out for you. Every esthetician will mark it and show you and be like, this is what we're seeing. I do your brows, both of you, and typically my clients, I've been doing brows for more years than I should admit, (laughs) Uh, but a very long time. Um, I've been with Benefit for a dozen years. And one of the things is that like now I mentally map it all. Mm -hmm. So that's why I ask people questions. So like I ask before I start with anybody's brows, I do ask like, which one's your favorite? What do you like about it? I try to stay away from like, tell me about your brows. Cause when I say that people are like, I hate this. I hate that. And you guys don't be a hater on yourself. You gotta lift yourself up. Talk talk about the good things and we're going to enhance those. Yeah. Okay, so what is your favorite brow to create, and what brow trend do you hope dies? Mm. I, to be honest, I love a good transformation. I am here for it. I love watching all the transformations you post on your Instagram. Oh, thanks. If you guys want to watch something very satisfying, go to Jared's Instagram and watch all the transformations You're so he sweet. does. Thank you. It gives J. Robert you Bailey. hope. Just kidding. Yeah, J. <laughs> no, Robert Bailey. Really. My favorite is when people come to me with scraps. I love people who think <laughs> there's no hope. I want the hopeless. I want. Yeah, because have you ever met a brow that you couldn't transform? Never. Yeah. Never. Even if you have one hair, I can still, like, <laughs> I will show you what you can do with it. Yeah. But that's the thing is, like, it is, products have become so sophisticated that everybody can have the type of brows they want. And so I like to go from, like, extremes. I like things that are a wreck, and I like to make them really beautiful. But I think that's probably, like, my favorite brows to do. Okay. And then the brow trend that I wish would go away. This is going to sound like such a baloney answer. You guys thought I was going to use a different B word. Bull rhymes with mitt, but I'm not. (laughs) It's, I don't want any brow trend to go away because brows are a playground of self-expression. And and for centuries, it, it has been limited to the eye and the eyelid with liners and colors and wings and glitter. And that's been the way that people express themselves. Yep. Mm-hmm. And today, when you see all these flash trends popping up of the wiggle brow, the barbed wire brow, the ombre, mm-hmm. the reverse brow, the fishtail brow, you name it. This is just a way of people expressing themselves. And I, I'm here for it. I am here. I love it. I think it's really cool. And I I think it's fun. Yeah. And I feel like you, I mean, thanks to you, like I learned how to play with my brows in a way that I never felt confident before doing. And so like, I will look at pictures of myself, even from like last year, I'll be like, wow, I was really feeling the straight, (laughs) like I wanted to be like a Japanese pop star, like with that really straight brow. I know you were. were, No, we were there together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we were (laughs) like, like, I know you did it. You helped me. We're so modern. Yeah. Because it was at the time. Right. And so when I look at photos, I'm like, wow, like that's a a statement brow. But you know what? I don't regret it because it's so fun and I'll still do it now every once in a while when I'm feeling like yeah but I'm with in a sense now like if like I was going to create any brow I typically go with do you guys hear this dog (laughs) snoring just so Ollie. I know. I was like, is that a lawnmower? No, it's actually is, Ollie snoring. I hope none of you are bored by my brow conversation right now because it's Ollie not, has passed our out. Our pooch deucer just quit. It's not that he's bored. Your voice is so soothing. Some people are not into brows, Ollie. Yeah. 
Um, he was born with great brows. He does Sorry, have great continue. brows. Continue. Yeah, you know the thing is, is like I love the straight brow moment because it was a very modern approach to brows. But to be honest, right now I'm kind of like digging the curves. Yeah. And like your face is curved. There's curves everywhere. There's contour. And right now I kind of like I'm embracing those natural curvatures of the face, and I love it. Well, this is a good segue into your thoughts on microblading and brow shading, because yeah. I think a lot of people, well, I feel like when did microblading become really big? Like when 2015. You, yeah, 2015, 2016, everyone was getting it done. And the thing with that is that you have this permanent shape mm. on your face yeah. for years. Yeah. And so maybe people were really feeling the straight brow and then they got microbladed and then yeah. now what? Well, you know, one of the things that I do is I travel the world with benefit and we're in over 50 countries. And so I've seen microblading from, I want to say like one of the earliest inceptions in Asia and like all of my aunts. Yeah. And they called it probably something different. Yeah. Like embroidery, um, tattooing. They've called, there's a lot of different names out there for it. The process has become much more sophisticated. Um, since then, like we're all not going to have like gray, green, gray, green, purple, like you've seen it fade of all different colors. And I'm never one to tell somebody like, you should never do this because there is a time and place for everything. However, what I like to compare it to is microblading is committing to one look for a very long time. So imagine wearing one dress for two years. Mm -hmm. Imagine wearing one lipstick, one eyeshadow, one eyeliner for two years. You can't change it up. You can't really, it's very difficult to cover it. You have to have really intense products, high pigment concentrations to do that. So I'm not a super, I don't really recommend it for a lot of people, but I also don't, I shape a lot of people's brows with microblading. I fill in a lot of people's brows with microblading and I totally understand where it comes from. I feel like like it's a good option for people who are quote unquote helpless and don't know how to do their brows. No. Yeah. I mean, in a short answer, no, Sarah. <laughs> um, I think that those people need to t- join Instagram, yeah, <laughs> and w- and look at look at what's out there because there's so many different tutorials and, and be things like that a little bit more easy. confident in the fact that they can learn and do their own brows. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just one of those things that is like. I, if I can learn to do eyebrows, you can literally, I could teach Ollie to do eyebrows. <laughs> so, cause it is one of those things that is, you just don't know until you do. And so, mm-hmm. and it's makeup. There's nothing to be afraid of. Commit. I would encourage people to commit to buying a $20 product and learning and wiping it off and redoing it versus getting something that is semi-permanent done on your face. Okay. I but I want to ask. That- I want Kirby to talk about your microblading yeah. journey. Yeah. Well, yeah, okay, yeah. so I got it done before it was really like a, a thing that blew up. Right. And I got it done at a place um, in like Woodland Hills or something. It was like the first place in LA to offer it. Mm. And I will say this. I love that now I can use a product and I have the frame of my brow pretty much set. And I'm not, the biggest issue I had was like, how do I make this brow look similar to this brow? Like one brow was always more curved and the other one was always more angular. Like I could never figure it out. And so I felt like with this, it kind of helped just to fill in. Mm. Right. And I think that you have to have expectations about it. You can't just think that you're going to get your eyebrows microbladed and not have to use any product in them 
because I still use product in my brows. My brows actually were microbladed way too dark. I was told that they would lighten up over time. They didn't. It took a really long time for them to finally lighten up. I would not recommend the place that I initially went. Y'all can Google it and find the video, (laughs) but I'm not going to talk about them here. I think there are so many other professionals out there that know what they're doing now. And I think that there's a more natural way to do it. Like some people are just straight up doing shading for bald spots. They're not recreating an entire brow. And I think that's something I would actually look back into. Mm -hmm. But I, it's been three years almost exactly. And I really like the way my brows look now with or without makeup. Do you think you'll do it again? I would go to Haley Buckner Brows in Long Beach and I would get shading done. I would get shading up here, not to like create a shape, but just to fill in little bald spots Mm -hmm. and then filled up the little bald spot on my tail. But that's all I would do. Mm -hmm. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Because, because, (laughs) because you are a beauty person who likes to put on makeup and you yeah, use I guess this you're right. on a, like a regular See, basis. Like, for me, like I've thought about it because my, everyone in my family, even my dad, his m- brows are microbladed. No way. Swear to God. My dad got his eyes microbladed in the Philippines two years ago. Am I breathing? <laughs> I have to, sh- and it was, I love you, dad, if you're listening, this is so but great. he even knows it was like, not that great. Yeah. Like he came home and he had to like wipe some of it off because it like, cause it was still very fresh. Um, it was too dark, but anyways, my whole family loves it. And you know, like Asian women yeah, and men like yep. it because their brows are pretty light, yeah. but I like love doing my brows now. Yeah. Like it's like one of my favorite parts of my makeup routine. And I will agree. I think I like doing my brows now, honestly, because I have this framework to start with. Mm-hmm. Okay. I truly struggled with my brows for a very long time and especially doing, you know, over a thousand videos on the internet, I was constantly harassed, criticized about my brows for like the first five years I was doing it. So having this framework I think was really helpful for me and I enjoy doing it now. Like I actually look forward to doing my brows now when I used to hate it. Totally. Um, And you're not alone. There's so many people who dread doing their brows. Well, totally. But I think like to Jared's point, like, I don't know if I necessarily would do it again just because I don't need to. Like, I now know how to do my brow the right way. Mm -hmm. So I think, like, just two takeaways before we go to the next question is, like, if you're going to get your brows done and microbladed, just know that they're not going to look like brow hairs for that long. Like, anyone can post a picture and say, oh, look at this beautiful work I did where they look like individual brow hairs. But that's going to fade because the color is going to start to morph together and it's going to look more like a shading situation. It's not going to look like that feather brow that everybody posts on the internet. A. That's what everybody's misconception is. about. Totally. Yeah. And like, it looks like mine looks like that. They sure. did for four weeks. Yep. Yeah. Then it starts to morph together. It's ink. It's naturally yeah. going to spread, especially if you're oily. And then also, um, there's actually a website called, uh, I think like brow mapping or brow pad or something like that, or micro mapping or something like that. I'll put it in our show notes, but if you're really dead set on doing it, go there. They have reputable people doing it. You don't want to turn out like the lady that had four eyebrows by the end <laughs> of her microblading session. Like that's obviously a horror story, but some people wow. can claim to be doing this stuff and not have any experience whatsoever. Can I throw out a suggestion? Yes. So not to brag, but like I basically created a website. Not really, but I did work with engineers and developers because on benefits, actual website, if you're ever curious about what brow shaping or products would look like, or what you can do with your brows, we actually have a 
part of our website that's the Brow Tryon experience oh, that you yeah. can actually go live on your camera, oh, phone, yeah. or on a computer. Or you can even upload a picture and you can see what you look like with different brow shapes and styles. And if you find one you like, you can screenshot it and take it in and they could do it for you. Or you can say, get this look and it's going to tell you exactly what products you need to create that look. Then if you go really deep into it, you'll find all sorts of videos on that website too that'll show you how to use it. So like you're not... You're not alone. I worked with engineers to make sure. That was a really, really cool app that you guys built. Thanks. Yeah, it really like works. You move around and your brow is still on you. And I don't know when the last time you've been on that site. But what I can say is that we actually just upgraded it a couple months ago. And it looks even more realistic than before. And it really will give you a very realistic look to what your brows can actually look like. So if you feel like... If you're hopeless out there, <laughs> www.benefitcosmetics.com. <laughs> Way wants to give you the confidence to live life your way, especially on wash day. Whether your strands are fine, medium, or thick, Way has shampoo and conditioner that's quick. From volume and shine to deeply hydrating, Way helps you find your way on good hair days every single day. Yeah. <laughs> Did y'all like that shingle? Did I get everything I needed to tell you about Way in that singular jingle? Y'all, what can be said? We love Way. We've talked about this a million times. We are so thankful that Way is a partner of Los Angeles because literally, I mean, we've had Jen Atkin on the podcast, the founder. We, I feel like we grew up with this brand. Like we remember when it launched, they have expanded so much, but one thing remains the same. Hair is the piece de resistance of this brand. I'm personally obsessed with the detox shampoo. Y'all heard me rave about this. I literally just talked about it on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. But that is what my scalp needs because you know that I do not wash my hair every single day. And by the way, I had the cleanest scalp at the Dyson event the other week. So I'm just telling you, <laughs> it works. They have something for every hair type. No matter if your scalp is super dry or your hair is super thin and you want some volume or maybe it's overly processed. Like, let me hold your hand when I tell you this. You may need a leave-in conditioner. You may need one. And there's no shame in that game. Bust out the way leave-in conditioner. We love it. I mean, they have so many products, whether it's shampoo and conditioner, treatment products, styling products, fragrance. We love everything Way. Way guarantees a good hair day. And you can wash your way to healthier hair with shampoos and conditioners made just for you from way of course just go to t-h-e-o-u-a-i.com and use the code gloss for 15 percent off your entire purchase that's the way.com and use code gloss again that's t-h-e-o-u-a-i.com code gloss for 15 percent off your entire purchase um i'm obsessed with that and i remember trying it out for the first time and like loving it yeah it made me see what my brows could be fab okay you have always taught me to use two products into maybe different shades to create your brow. When you explained this to me, it was kind of like a light bulb moment. So Mm. can you talk about this philosophy a little bit? Yeah. You know, I think that for a very long time, people were using one product, which makes everything look flat. So when you have one color on your face, it's flat. That's why people use multiple shadows, things like that. Um, You put bronzer on your complexion. When you want your brows to look realistic, you need to wardrobe. You need to add multiple products. And typically what I do is I tell people to look at the undertones in their hair first. Is it warm? Is it cool? Is it neutral? That means, do you see a little bit of red on your hair? You're warm. 
Do you not see any red, but not like any like cooler bluey undertones? And then that's going to be a cool color. If you don't, you see either one of those, you're a neutral. The other way to look at it is if you look good in silver jewelry, you're probably cool. Mm. If you look good in gold, you're probably warm. Yep. If you look good in both, you're probably neutral. So find your undertones and go with shades that match that undertone. Now to wardrobe, you have to go very extreme in colors. So let's say um, you guys look up um, Sarah Tan on Instagram. She is one of the co-hosts of Los Angeles. <laughs> but if you look at Sarah Tan mm-hmm. and you can see her hair color, she has dark hair, but she has warm undertones in her hair. So for Sarah, what I would recommend is go very extreme in color. So first you're going to lay a base mm-hmm. product, right? You need something to shade and kind of like sketch it out. So I would use a light warm powder. So I would just go in and I would lightly go in and kind of like lay the base shape with a powder. Then you want to add texture. So I'm going to go to another warm color, but on the other end of the color spectrum, I'm going to go deep, heavy pigmented, something like precisely my brow, which is a micro liner that, that we have. Um, and I'm going to go in and I'm going to add texture by creating these little tiny hair, like strokes through the brow. Now, when you're doing that and layering these colors, it's really important that you see both of them. And this is the part where people get confused because if you fill your product brow in with one thing, then people are used to going in and filling it in with the other and they're treating it kind of like a crayon. Shout out Crayola, um, (laughs) non-spawn. But they're using it like that, where they're filling in these things that gets a drawing. Now, what you have to remember is you kind of have to do math. When you're using two products, 50% is going to be with one product, 50% is going to be with the next product. Okay. So you go in with the first product and you fill it in with that powder and, and know that you don't want your brow to look done because you're going to go in and add another one and you're going to add texture. And the key to making it look like real hair and texture is to, to show pops of flesh in between the strokes. Mm. Don't be scared to show a little skin, people, um, because you do want to see it through those strokes. And this guy's that's what nuts. It... I love you so much. But, it's but you're true. like insane. I love yeah. you. It's true. No, yeah. yeah. It's, and that's the way it works. I, I often compare it to your skin, like your foundation. When you go in to put on your foundation, you don't expect to cover everything with one product. You right. know you're going to go in and add a concealer you know you're going to go in on top with the powder. So keep that in mind as you're layering your brows. And some of you might be thinking, oh, wait, what? I'm not supposed to be covering my whole face (laughs) with foundation? No. Also, the way that you're describing this makes it sound like it's going to take you like 20 minutes to do. But when once you have it down, you could do your brows in like, a minute. Everything Less. takes. Yeah. Less. Yeah. Yeah. Everything takes. There's a learning curve for everything. And so if you don't get it on the first try, don't freak out. Take some time. Also, I find that a lot of people, maybe this is the same for you, when they're talking to me about their makeup routines and how they can't nail it, I'm like, okay, like tell me about like what you do when you do your makeup. They're like, well, usually I'm in the car on my way yep. to work. Yeah. Oh I'm like, God. okay. I cannot tell you how many people I see in the morning putting on mascara while they're driving. It's the strangest thing to me. Like, no. It's dangerous. <laughs> you could lose an eye for sure. Also, the lighting is not good. No. Like, no. And how can you actually see what you're doing? You see half of your face. Yeah. What are you doing are with you your Are you supposed life? to be driving or putting on <laughs> mascara? Right. Like, when you, either way, you're not seeing what you're doing. Exactly. Totally. I used to be fascinated by people who put on makeup in public and I still kind of am and I'm not shaming them at all Yeah. because I don't think it's something that should also only be reserved for a bathroom. You can do People have a right to look good and feel good anywhere they want. 
but I would watch people put on their makeup <laughs> on the train, on buses, and I was fascinated. And I always wanted to be like, you know what you should try? Yeah. You should try doing this with your brows or this with your concealer or like, cause I feel like also if you're putting on makeup in public, you're asking for people to give you advice. <laughs> That's like me at Sephora. I always want to go to people and be like, like ma'am. No. I know. Do you no. know? Put that I, down. I do all of our like global imagery for benefits. So when it comes time for brows, I'm always on all our photo shoots. So when I go to Sephora, I'm a rouge. Hey. Um, <laughs> But I a lot of stuff there. But when I go in, I, um, every time I, I always stop by the benefit gondola yeah. and there's always people looking and I'm always compelled to say something. You should. I do. Just, okay. Because no, I do. I immediately. would be thrilled if you oh, came and Most told me think what I'm to a do. creep because I'm usually like going in and like my yoga clothes. Like I just left. I don't have any makeup on. Also, I don't yeah, go to right. Sephora You're with- like famous. Oh. We were at a bar with you in San Francisco and someone walked up to you oh, and we're like, funny. are you Jared Bailey? Say moi. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing it back to Shabax. Um, yeah, no, that was, I mean, it's funny, but sometimes like when I, Usually, well, typically all the Sephora staff when I'm there, they're yeah. like, I know you. Yeah. Because I do a lot of stuff with them on right. the on their Instagram and things like that. And it's really fun. But I always do go up to people there and I'm like, I know you can't tell today, but I work for Benefit. And what are you looking for? And I always help them out. But because I feel like they're there for a reason. But also what I wanted to say is that I never wear makeup to Sephora. Oh, me either. Because I want to try everything. Yeah, same. Yeah. And so like people who go in with these full faces, I'm like, why? Yeah. What, what, what are you doing? How could you ever wrong. pick anything out? Yep. So it's really strange to me. Yeah. So when you are at Sephora helping these people, what would you say is the most underrated or underutilized brow pro- tool or product that you think that they should be using in their tool kit for brows? Definitely 3D brow tones. Um, oh, you love... A 3D brow I tone. do. Which is and you actually pe- turned it on, turned me on to it too. So, but, so even if you don't have highlights? Yeah. Well, here's, here's the thing. Everyone has highlights. Okay. If you've ever left your house and been in the sun, whether they're natural or they're done from a salon, people have different colors in their hair, depending on like how the sun hits it, things like that. You have, you have natural highlights and lowlights. You can look at babies' hair and you'll see in their hair. Babies have the best hair. They do. They I really always take do. baby pictures of like random people into my colors. Justin <laughs> Anderson would... also will go deep and look yes. for baby photos. Oh. Yes. Shout out to Justin Anderson. <laughs> but sorry, I interrupted. No, it's Explain okay. Explain what a 3D yeah. brow so tone is. So 3D brow tones is actually a hair highlighting gel. So it's very similar to a clear brow gel, except not. Um, because with 3D brow tones, basically there's two shades. Well, there's a lot of fun colors too, but I'm going to focus on just like the two shades, the highlights and the lowlights. They're a metallic formula, which don't freak out people. I know metallic in your eyebrows. The viscosity of this gel is so different than a mascara, than a clear brow gel, than anything like that. Cause you can see through it. So when you can see through a metallic formula like that, you're actually picking up a very, you're the natural color of your brow hair or whatever you've applied on it. And then it's giving it this metallic sheen. And what happens is when light hits it, 
there are going to be places that are lighter and there are going to be places that are deeper. So it gives you this natural dimension. So no matter how heavy handed you might be with your brow products or how thick and dense your brows are, and you don't like that about your brows, because trust me, people who have like been blessed with really full brows always hate Mm -hmm. the way their brows look. They think it's too bushy. It's too thick. I want them thinner. So ungrateful. Yeah, I know, you know, like blessing and a curse, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, but using uh, a highlighting gel like that actually is going to help to bring depth and dimension and make it look less severe. Um, and I definitely think it is the most underrated brow product out there. And it was like, do you guys want like BTS behind the creation of this for two seconds? Yes, yes, always. We launched Gimme Brow, which is our volumizing fiber gel. It was the first to market. It was literally changing product. Yeah. And it was, it set a beauty standard for brow fiber gels. Yep. So if you never tried it. What are you doing? But yeah, put your headphones on, keep listening and head to Sephora yeah. or Ulta. <laughs> what this is, we actually, when we were creating this, like 3D Brow Tones was created just after Gimme Brow was created. Oh, wow. But we didn't launch it because... You didn't think we were ready? The world was not ready, yeah. Sarah. They were still learning how to use Gimme Brow. Exactly. Yeah. And if we launched a hair highlighting gel in the early... What do you call it? Teen thousands? <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh -huh. Like, what are the early teens of the 2000s? The early teen thousands. If we launched a hair <laughs> highlighting gel in the early teen thousands, then the, it would have been discontinued. Right. It would have gone away. Yeah. And Benefit is legendary for being ahead of its time for different types of products. Mm -hmm. And this would have been another one that we would have been way ahead of our time. Right. Pineapple face polish. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad that you mentioned it because I use 3D brow tones in my brows mm -hmm. on the daily. I mean, it is. Because I have pretty dark brows. You do. Even for my natural hair color. Like my, I feel like my brow color is darker than my natural hair color. Would you and, agree? Yeah. And typically yeah. is that the, that's the case? normal. Oh, yeah. thank God. Okay. Yeah. The typically that hair is completely different. It's basically pubes on your face. <laughs> we went there. Brows. Los Angeles. Pubes <laughs> on your face. <laughs> it is. So you match your lipstick to your nipple and yep. you match your brows to, to your, your pubes. pubes. Absolutely. Got it. This is like good rule of thumb. <laughs> that's what we're going to be pitching out to people. I think Jerry this is Bailey. a great you idea. Find the face. right shade yeah. for your Brown. brows. Drop your pants. <laughs> Let's find your correct shade. <laughs> um, you guys, this just got weird. It got weird. You're a heathen and we love Everyone it. Everyone listening is thinking about their pubes now. They are. But like, what color the are my pubes? Your pubes are the same color as your eyebrows. Okay. I can almost... I can it. confirm. See? Same. Yep. Dits, ditzos. Confirmed. Yeah. Y'all um, know way too much about me now. But you know they do tinting for your pubes too, just no, like you do tinting Jared, for brows. Just yes, stop. you do. No. Yeah. You know what? Listen, call I'm, me a liar all you want, but I know it's exists. I have, I, have it. I spent good money trying to get my pubes removed permanently via laser hair removal. But so why I'm not would even, you contend to it? Uh, hey, listen. Uh, hey, listen. This. I bleached my eyebrows. I'll bleach my pubes later. Seventies are back. I know. Full and, and thriving. It's true. It's very true. Also, people are like me. I have gray hair. You know, some of it is like a little enhanced because whatever. And then the rest is just from 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 the goddess above yeah and it's not only on my head and we're just gonna leave this conversation <laughs> there okay so tinting okay. is a thing there you go Do we you understand three, are you saying you use 3d brow tones on your pee <laughs> some people hey when he's nipple tint. yeah oh, we're going right, back right, right, nipple right. tent i'm just saying there's back a lot to of where benefit came yeah. from okay. go back to the roots guys 
So on that note, <laughs> on that lovely pubescent note, uh, let's talk about a new product that has entered the Benefit Cosmetics family. Of course, it's a brow product. Jared, will you do the honors? Oh, you guys, I, this is like a pleasure, a pleasure. That's <laughs> a what pleasure. a pleasure and yeah. privilege is to talk <laughs> a about. Pleasure. Yeah, because we've been like sitting with this product for so long because, you know, innovation at Benefit takes quite some time because we really want to make sure we get everything just right before we release it. And we just released our latest innovation, which is Brow Styler. So, yeah. You can't see me, but I'm holding it. I'm cradling it in my hands. She is. Her little baby. She's, and you guys have seen the post about Sarah. If you follow her on Instagram, she's like, oh, I'm trying a new brow product. The jig is up now. Yes. I've been using this for the last, what, month? Two months? Yeah. 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 And love her. Th- I mean, thank you. Thank you. And you're going to tell us what you love about it in just yeah. a second. Yeah. But what Brow Styler is, if you guys have not seen this on Instagram or anywhere online right now, is it's a dual ended brow product. On one side, it has a wax pencil that has a really unique design that's really great for going in and creating those nice, very clean edges. Um, it has a really nice amount of pigment to it. And now the other side, side, the other side <laughs> is a loose, highly pigmented brow powder. Now there are brow powders that are on the market, but they're super messy. You have to buy applicators with it. So what we do going back to problems and solution is we take the things that people hate about certain things and we fix it. And we really, what we did here is we created this well design and we put this loose pigmented powder inside a well with a wiper. And instead of giving you a brush, because remember your brow hairs are really coarse. Mm -hmm. And when you go in with a hard angled brush, a lot of times it will just bounce off because your brows are there for protection. So what we did, they are from sweat, you know, we were like these cavemen running around. But they're there for protection. So when you try to go in and touch it, things fall out. Okay. So we created this flock tip that actually holds this powder. So like when you shake up the loose powder, it gets super light and airy. Mm -hmm. It coats on the applicator. You pull it out. We created this wiper design inside the well. And then the oils in your skin act like a magnet because that flock tip is so small that it can actually go up underneath the brow hair and apply to the skin. So you get this really great thing. And the the great idea about a dual-ended brow product is it's two different sides that creates multiple looks, right? So like you can wear each of these products independently or you can use them together. So whatever you want to do. So when you're saying, when you were talking about earlier using two products to create a brow, this could be your two products. Absolutely. Yeah. So that, the great thing about that is that it is, it's, it's all, it's a multi-format brow product. So if you want just like something super light, like Kirby, you were talking about like how your microblading is fading and you like it because it has this like shading to it. That's what powder's for. So using a loose brow powder like that can create that base shade. So like typically people with dark brow hair. Mm Mm-hmm. Like a lighter powder underneath. Yes. And that's generally what I gravitate towards. I've been using it as well. I really like the wax pencil side. When you guys start to use it and play with it, use you do not need that much pressure. No. It, it is very... Um, it deposits the color 
so easily. Like, I feel like I love precisely. Like, precisely, yeah. I think, is, like, my number one of all time. Yeah, save but, my life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so when I use precisely, I have to use a little bit more pressure to mm-hmm. create those strokes that I yeah. want. But with this is more like um, goof proof, like the the way that it looks. Sure, like sure. The, it's a little thicker. Yeah, mm-hmm. and She's when chubbier. You, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and when you apply it, it. I just one of the things that I like about it is I don't feel like I have to really think about where I'm putting the actual wax. It's like it just kind of appears yeah. with a very light hand. So if you feel like maybe you're trying it and you think it's a little too dark or a little too much, it's because honestly you're just you're applying too much pressure. And you can use the edge of it, right? I mean yeah. like you can use it flat for it to be I thicker, use the edge. and then you can use the edge yeah. to make more like Because it's like is that a diamond tip? It's a like marquee? a marquee cut. Yeah. Um, so think marquee diamonds. So it has a very, the surface area on the top where it's flat is actually very narrow. And we did that for a reason because typically when you're going in to use a brow product or a pencil, you don't hold it flat onto your face. You hold it at an angle. So when you use the angle, you're able to get all these different edges. So when you open up brow styler, you'll notice there's a lot of different edges. There's a couple short sides. Mm -hmm. There's a pretty long broad side. And then that flat side that's on the top, the top of that marquee cut is actually what you would use to kind of go in and glaze over the hair if you just wanted to lightly fill in your brow that way. I want to talk about the powder side because I do love this side, but I uh, love the powder so much because it's unlike any powder that I've ever used. I love how light it is. Mm. And then to your point about it, like kind of just attracting the hairs in your brows. Like I'm always like, is there going to be a lot of fallout? Is it going to be like really messy? And it's not. Yeah, no. And that's the thing is like with this design of the tip. So that's kind of like when we look at innovation, not, it's not always just formula. It's also delivery system because that's the thing that people have issues with. It's like, you have to buy brushes and find the right one. And it's like, M1472 and nobody even knows what that really means. So the innovation with this is that we created this tiny micro doe foot because think about your eyebrows. What you're doing is you're creating micro art on your face. It's very tiny. So we created this micro doe foot and it has a flocking system around it that actually basically think of like little tiny pores that hold this product. And then you're, when you go in because those pores and that flocking system holds the product, it's the oils that kind of draw it out. And that's how all brow powders will work. They really stick to oil. And so with this kind of delivery system, it's really nice. And the difference between a loose powder brow product and a press powder is really a lot to do with the absence of wax. So when you press products to make it stay in a pan and in a formula, you have to add like this like element of wax to keep it molded together Mm -hmm. and when you do that you dilute pigment so we were like reverse engineering this whole process because we wanted this powder to be able to live up to her fullest potential don't mind the brow pun (laughs) but that was the idea behind like keeping it loose like that because it is a true really a nice pigment Love. Okay, so tell us how many shades, how much is it? So Brow Styler is available in eight shades today, and it's going to be available in 12 shades towards the beginning of the year. So the eight shades that are available today are one through six. So you can kind of think about those shades as like two lights, two mediums, two deeps. Okay. And then we also have two neutral shades, which is going to be a 3.5 and a 4.5, which is like a medium neutral and then a deeper neutral shade. Okay. And it's $34, which is really great when you think about 
about what you're getting with a multi-format product because you're literally getting two very distinctly different products that are used very independently, but could also be used yeah. together. I always say like, well, benefit products typically are like the $24 range, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, you're getting two products for like $17 each yeah. essentially. So it's, it's definitely a good and bang for your buck. Yeah. Essentially. And so I am like a five and six. Yeah. And Kirby, what are you? I'm with, I think I have 3.5. I've been using 3.5. Yeah. I've been using 3.75 mm. in the other products. Cause yep. I, I just really, really like that shade on me. It's very rich. She loves rich. You guys. <laughs> Uh, rich bitch. Um, <laughs> but I really, I think I'm using, I'm pretty sure I'm using the 3.5. I experimented with 3.5, 4, and 4.5. Yep. I think that's what I received. And I think I'm leaning more towards 3.5. And 3.75 will be on its <gasps> way. Hallelujah. So don't freak out. 3.75 is amazing. Jared, yeah. what do you use? I use shade six because okay. I mentioned that I have salt and pepper hair. Mm -hmm. More salt right now than pepper. <laughs> um... And so I stick with cooler colors and I go for the deeper coolest color, which is the number six, which is like a soft, a soft black. Awesome. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, it's available now. You can pick it up where Sephora benefit.com. Literally everywhere benefit is sold, which is, I'm going to like go off the top of my head. Benefitcosmetics.com, benefit boutiques, Sephora, Sephora.com, Ulta, Ulta.com. Great. A lot more. Probably it's on Nordstrom's.com. Macy's. Macy's. It's available at Macy's. Macy's.com. Literally anywhere we're sold, you could find browser. That's awesome. So it's not an exclusive to one retailer, which yeah. is great. Pick mm -hmm. it up anywhere uh, that benefit is sold. Can you also mention where people can go find a benefit bar? If they want oh, to get yeah. their brows done. Yeah. So this is the great thing is you can log on to benefitcosmetics.com and go into store locator and it's going to locate a brow bar near you. So all you do is you plug in your zip code or if you're visiting from out of town, you can plug in the zip code of your hotel and it's going to direct you to the closest brow bar. Sometimes that's a boutique. Sometimes that's Macy. Sometimes that's Ulta. Um, so it really just depends on where li literally <laughs> everywhere we have over 3000 brow bars around the world. Um, so, I mean, it's, you guys, it's kind of our thing. Okay. You can trust us when it comes to your brows. Maybe we should work out something where we give a gloss Angeles listener, like a day with us and Jared, and he yeah. like does a personal brow styling appointment for them. Oh. I would totally be into that. Yes. Like a giveaway. Can we figure something out? Car Let's Carly out or even yeah. just like a, like a certificate to get your brows done at a bar brow bar. Not to like... Wet your whistle with this, but my brow service was sold on Sephora's Bazaar for 10,000 points. What? It's a big deal. I okay. mean, who, okay, who so then won it. Yeah. This lady, uh, well, she, I mean, is it winning when you pay for it? No. Because, like, she used well, it's your like points. an auction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. She was the first, because we only sold one, because okay. we had to see where it went. But it turned out to be, well, okay, long story short, it goes live on Sephora's bizarre where you can buy all sorts of crazy things like yeah. experiences things like that with all your points and we assumed i we didn't know how like what would happen it sold out within five minutes of being on there yes. and it was at six in the morning pacific <gasps> standard time so i was like definitely somebody on the east coast bought it yep turns out some lady in watsonville california and i say some lady casually she was the nicest person you ever meet um, she's really amazing. I really like her and her daughter and her daughter-in-law and her new little granddaughter. Oh my God. How fun. I didn't do her granddaughter's brows. You she are was like so, you are so famous. Okay. Wait. So then we need to figure this out. So 
this is what we're going to do. We're just doing spur of the moment giveaways here. If you go onto Apple Podcasts and review Los Angeles and give us a five-star review, leave your Instagram handle in the review. We will pick from all of those reviews starting today, October 1st, okay, to get a special brow mapping and styling appointment with the Jared Bailey. AKA have your brows changed forever. Your life changed forever. 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 And you will be attending the sweet life experience that Benefit puts on every other month here in Los Angeles. Now, a few rules to apply. You can apply if you're younger than 18, but you must have a parental supervision, blessing, guardian, whatever. If you're 18 and above, great. And you will be responsible for your own transportation. Unfortunately, listen, we don't have like that Delta sponsorship yet. We're not there yet. We can't do this for you. But if you can get to the LA area in, when is it? October? Or maybe any, we'll just say any. Yeah. Any brow sweet life, we'll figure it out. You can you can enter to win to get your life changed with your brows. I will even throw in hmm. some product. <gasps> you, guys, you, guys, you can't leave without it. You will you guys, walk not away with a whole brow wardrobe. Kylie's That's just right. sweating over a here. A personal wardrobe. Maybe based benefit on your merch. Styles. I mean, hey, maybe, we got merch, y'all. Maybe a selfie with Jared. De- definitely. definitely. And okay. you'll obviously meet us because we yeah. will be there. Yeah. Okay, I'm loving this idea. So glad we thought of it just yeah. now. Jared, thank you thank so much. Thank you so much. much. Thank you guys. Our sweet chat bag. I know. Our sweet, sweet chat bag. We love you sweet so much. Chatting. Thank you for all uh, that you've taught us. Thank you for my brows. Thank you for my gorgeous. brows. You're both gorgeous. And you make me very proud every day. <laughs> thank you. Well, your eyebrows do. You guys are okay. <laughs> just, kidding. <laughs> just kidding. I'm kidding. Both are true. Okay, guys, remember you can follow Benefit Cosmetics on Instagram. You can follow J. Robert Bailey on Instagram to see his wonderful brow transformations. And follow us at Gloss underscore Angeles. Follow us on Twitter at Gloss Angeles Pod. And look us up on Facebook, Gloss Angeles, and join our awesome Facebook group. We will see you next week. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 